Uh, we are delighted to welcome into our midst young Ford Prescott. Uh, Corey and I uh, were uh, talking the past several weeks about his baptism, and uh, I told Corey that I wanted him to do whatever he wanted to do in the service, whether that was preach or baptize or whatever. And Corey said to me, uh, he said, well, I'd, I'd love for you to preach, Ken. And, uh, and he said, I'd love for you to baptize Ford, too. And I said, Corey, I, you need to do this. I think you're going to regret it if you don't. And he said, well, I'll be happy to do it. He said, but in the middle, if I just lose it entirely and am crying <laughs> like a blubbering fool, will you get us over the finish line? Said, yes, uh, we can do that. So we are delighted uh, to welcome uh, young Ford into our family. Also, uh, Corey and Corey asked me to tell you all uh, that they do have godparents uh, but uh, the, the, the godparents live down in Charleston, a young couple that they've been friends with their whole lives. And the wife of that young couple, as near as we can figure, is about 14 months pregnant. And so uh, her, her doctor has instructed her not to travel. So the Gervais, uh, say a little prayer for the Gervais as they await the coming of this child. And uh, just in thanksgiving for them uh, as, as godparents. Thank you. Nice job, Ford. <laughs> I speak to you this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. These are the words written by the Apostle Paul to the church in Rome, and I think they are appropriate for us today with a baptism. Friends, today we gather together to celebrate the fullness of Christ's promises to young Ford Prescott. We gather today to celebrate also the fullness of Christ's promises to us, to you and to me as his people. Today, Ford Prescott, through the sacrament of baptism, enters into the body of Christ, the family of the church. We make promises on his behalf to signify his adoption into God's family as a son and as an heir. Uh, we place water on his head, baptizing him in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit as an outward and visible sign of the inward and spiritual grace of his full inclusion into the community and communion of the church. And when I say the church, I mean St. John specifically, but the greater church throughout the world and throughout history. Friends, today we gather as God's people to celebrate these promises to God, of God. Young Ford's inclusion in God's family as an adopted son and his inclusion into the community and communion of the church. 
This is what Paul is writing about in our epistle lesson today from Romans. Look at it with me, if you will, on your bulletin insert, our Romans lesson. We want to look specifically uh, beginning at, four, at verse 14. Paul writes, All who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. <clears throat> Friends, when the Holy Spirit leads us to accept Christ into our hearts and into our lives, we are adopted as God's sons and daughters. And in the Roman world, when someone was adopted into a family, they had to forego all the rights and privileges of their own family. And as soon as they were adopted, they received all of the rights, privileges, the full inheritance of their new family. Ford is coming to share in the full inheritance of God's kingdom, of Christ's church. So, adoption, what does that actually mean? I think it's important for us to remember that what it means is that God chooses us to be his children. Just as he chooses young Ford Prescott today, this is what the word means. It means to choose for oneself. God picks us for himself. It means to wish for or desire to have for oneself. Friends, God wishes for, desires, and chooses us to be his children. He wishes for, desires, and chooses young Ford Prescott this day as well. Friends, God's love, God's grace, God's mercy. God's ultimate gift and revelation of himself to us, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, God's ultimate gift to us. This is the means by which we are able to be brought back into God's family. This is the means, friends, by which we are reconciled to one another and reconciled into the communion and community of the church. Friends, Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for you and for me and for young Ford. It is the only means by which we are reconciled to the church. It is the only means by which we are saved. And it is the only means by which young Ford Prescott is saved. Uh, as cute as he is, uh, his cuteness won't do the job. If we are to become heirs of God's promises, you and I, if we are to be reconciled to the communion of saints, the church, throughout time and throughout history, it is only through being led by the Spirit into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ himself. So what does it mean to be part of this communion, part of this community? The word communion literally means participating in something or having a life in something which is common to all. It means union with God. When we come to the table for communion, we're not just coming for the bread and, we're wine, and the wine. We're coming to be in union with God through that sacrament. With union. Connected. Connected. 
Community means a number of people that are associated together. And I think that's a key word is together. It comes from the Latin, which can mean a society or a fellowship. Literally from the same root word as common. Friends, common is what we have together. We have it in common. We have a book of common prayer. So we are praying together with Anglicans throughout the United States and throughout the world. Common is what we do together. It is important that we be together. Right now it's important that Corey and Corey are physically together because Ford needs both of them to climb on. <laughs> Being together matters. This is the communion and the community uh, that Ford is being brought into. This is the communion and the community that we are called to as the church and we have to do it together. See, before we are adopted into God's family, we are separate. Before we come into this building, we are separate. When we come in here, we are together. We are in communion with one another. We are in community with one another. So then, what are God's promises in and through baptism? What is it that young Ford is getting out of this deal today? What is this inheritance that Paul writes about in our lesson from the Romans? To be heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, what are we inheriting? I want to invite you to look at page 9 of uh, our service bulletin. That concluding prayer towards the bottom of page 9 of our baptismal part of the service. Uh, we have listed four specific gifts of being brought into the family of God and the communion and community of the church. We pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit you have bestowed upon these your servants, this your servant for and us as your servants, the forgiveness of sin. That's number one. Number two, we have been received as God's children by adoption. Number three, we have been made members of the church throughout time and throughout history. All of the saints who have gone before and all of the saints who will come after us. And we have been raised, just as this child has been raised this day, to the new life of grace. And then we conclude by saying, sustain him, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit, that he may enjoy everlasting salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord, so those four things that this child receives, those four things that we receive, we have bestowed upon us the forgiveness of sin once and for all. We have been received as God's children by adoption and offered all of the rights and privileges of children and heirs. We have been made members of Christ's holy church and we have been raised to a new life of grace. Brothers and sisters, today uh, we celebrate young Ford Prescott receiving these promises and we celebrate the fact that we receive them as well as God's children. <coughs> I think it's important for us to remember, however, that baptism is not magic. It is not some voodoo thing that we do with water and secret words. Uh, we've made promises today. Ford's parents have made promises 
today. Ford's God's parents have made promises today, even though they can't be with us. But friends, ultimately, today is not about our promises. Ultimately, friends, today is about what Christ has done for us as his people, particularly in the life, death, and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. It is about what Christ is doing in this sacrament, in his church, and in our lives today through the power of the Holy Spirit. And it is about what Christ will do for us in the future. His promises are true. We trust that he that began a good work in young Ford Prescott today will see it through to its completion. God will do that which needs to be done in Ford's life as he moves forward. Friends, today we gather as God's people here in his house as a community to give thanks for a God who is trustworthy and true, to a God whose grace is sufficient and to a God who spared not his own son but gave himself up for us, for you, for me, and for this child. Friends, today we gather together to celebrate the fact that through Jesus Christ, through the waters of baptism, we all might be received fully into God's family and might be incorporated into the community and the communion of his holy church. Amen.